I'll be your host for the night. My name is David Castle, also known as Homage. It really is an incredible society we're living in, if you think about it. And the, the things we go through every day, the things that are happening in the media and, and what we're exposed to, and the things we're led to believe that are just utterly ridiculous. I mean, it's a crazy world. It really is. In last week's talk, we talked about my personal experiences with... Uh, the geoengineering and chemtrail phenomena, or whatever you want to call it. And uh, today I just want to build upon that and go over that a little bit more. I recently came across a video on YouTube. I was looking through YouTube, and I subscribed to Lil Dicky. You guys, and you guys know who Lil Dicky is. He's this, like, funny rapper dude who... uh he just makes funny songs. You know, he makes some good shit. I used to like Lil Dicky, and then he just came out with this song called Earth, and it's all about just the New World Order, uh, climate change, global warming propaganda video. It was like the craziest thing. I'm so disappointed in Lil Dicky for giving in to do this, because you know he was told to do it, because it has all these different celebrities in it, like fucking Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber and Snoop Dogg and... uh fuck who else is in it? they're all in it man all these all these big like pop star rap star just mainstream artists and stuff and they're all like different animals and stuff snoop dogg was weed i like that one that was kind of funny but uh it's just little dicky talking about how we're destroying the planet and we're all gonna die because of because we're driving cars and stuff meanwhile of course these guys all fly in private jets and shit and <laughs> use more uh gas and fuel and shit than anybody else you know heating up their big mansions and shit but they're gonna tell you how you need to live and you know how much fuel you can use you 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 aren't allowed to do anything but they can you know that's that's basically the point of it here and uh it's just ridiculous man that people fall for this shit and they really believe it they you got these celebrities that come out and talk about the the climate change global warming thing and that's all it takes to get the public on board, really, is to have these celebrities who have become authority figures because you watch them on the TV, and it's assumed that if they're on the TV, they must be legit, right? We've been bred to really look up to these authority figures. That's what school was all about, is to indoctrinate people to look up to authority figures and not think for themselves and be told what to do. And these celebrities, newscasters, and uh, like celebrity scientists, people like Bill Nye and shit, Bill Nye is an interesting individual. Uh, he actually used to be a comedian. I don't know if any of you guys know that, but he was a very unsuccessful, unfunny comedian. And then uh, decided to move into uh, the like elementary science thing. And I, I used to enjoy watching Bill Nye when I was a little kid at school. It would be dope when they brought the TV in. You know, they'd wheel in the TV with the little VCR on the cart. And then they'd pop in a Bill Nye video, and it was sweet. We'd all just watch Bill Nye and learn about science and stuff, and it was actually really interesting. But now that we're all grown up, we grew up with this figure of Bill Nye, and we all trusted him as little kids, and now he's there, like, dictating to us about climate change and telling us how we humans are destroying the planet, and we need to do something about it. We need to stop heating our homes. We need to stop driving our cars. We need to give all of our power and freedom over to the government so they can figure it out. And these scientists and these experts can run our lives for us because we're all too fucking stupid to do it ourselves. And that's essentially what these people are disseminating to us. And that, that's what they want us to believe. And they use these celebrities and these people to, to try to convince people to get on board with that agenda. And that's what it is. It's an agenda. We're living through an agenda. It's something that was designed long ago by people who wrote books about it and stuff. People who are members of organizations like UNESCO, people like Julian Huxley, the brother of Aldous Huxley, who was the author of the book Brave New World. Um, they're all into that stuff, man. They're into the eugenics movement. And what eugenics is, is 
it has to do with depopulation, definitely. Reducing the population and getting rid of the undesirables, which are people like you and me, just regular people. And leaving the world to be ran by uh, an elite class, you know, to their standards, by these experts, these scientists, and people who believe they know what's best for everyone. And But at the end of the day, it's what's best for them, of course. You know, that's really how the world works. Everybody's looking out for themselves. Anybody who's trying to give you a handout and, and saying they're trying to help you and they know what's best for you and stuff, be very wary of that. Because that nothing can be further than the truth. I mean, don't be naive, you know. <laughs> Think for yourself. And don't let these people brainwash you. But yeah, the the whole thing with Lil Dicky and that, <laughs> that Earth video, it was kind of a cool video, I'm not going to lie. He got like some crazy animation going on. But... Fuck, man, just giving in, huh? Just really doing whatever the fuck you're told to make songs about and stuff. And it's just funny to me that most people probably won't think that at all. They'll think, oh, man, what a what a great guy. He cares about the world. And, you know, he's trying to help us and he's trying to save the world and things like that. But maybe he really believes that. I mean, fuck, most of these people probably do. They don't, like, read these same books that I read and stuff or or, or that you guys might read. They just don't know. So, but I think I think maybe some of them do know. I don't know. I can't speak for them. All I know is they're promoting an agenda that is, you know, really has some nefarious purposes. And uh, fuck, man, we're just being lied to. And the truth of what's going on is just truly astounding. It's it's terrible. It really is. It's it's fucking crazy. The things that are really happening. They're trying to get us to believe that we're causing climate change and stuff. And and maybe carbon dioxide does contribute to the weather changing, but how could we even know when they're literally controlling the weather? And when the U.S. Air Force came out with a document entitled How to Own the Weather by 2020, you know, <laughs> they they write books about it. And they're, they're very, you know, out there with, with what they can do and what they want to do and their plans for society. But people won't go and read those books and they the media doesn't portray that information to you and people only believe what an authority figure tells them they'll believe it if a college professor tells it to them in their classroom they'll believe it if a newscaster tells it to them on the tv and they'll believe it if a celebrity fucking sings it to them or talks about it on a on a late night comedy show or something but to think for something for themselves and actually even look up into the sky and see how these jets are spraying this shit on us all the time people can't do that they can't accept it they just truly believe that if this were happening and if it was such a big deal that these authority figures these celebrities and scientists and whatnot they would have told us by now and it's a it's a psychological phenomenon we've been trained to be like that and it's very rare that someone can break out of that so can you you, can you really blame people for being like that? Can you be mad at them? I don't know. I used to get mad at people for not being open to thinking about that kind of stuff and not seeing my point of view. But then I started to understand what was really happening and just the the indoctrination we've went through and just the terrorism that's been done on your brain by these people. And you kind of got to feel for people. You can't get mad and shit and, and get all emotional because then you lose your power. You have to remain logical and reasonable and, uh, you know, just not get all pissed off about it and stuff. But anyways, like I said, we're we're living through a big agenda here and, and the celebrities are used to promote that shit. Um, a big thing with the geoengineering and... Uh, or rather the, the global warming climate change thing that's being promoted by these these big these big wigs is to get people consolidated into these mega cities, get them all get us all living in one place so we're easier to control. Um, another big thing is to get people to stop having babies. They don't want people to have babies. They want girls to be aborting their babies or just not having them at all. Um, promoting promiscuity is a big way to dissolve the family unit and get people not to have kids because you want to have a planned out family. You know, if, if you're, uh, if you're growing up and you've only been with one person, you know, this person is someone you love, then it's easier to get with them and start a family with them and, you know, raise this family and have this powerful family unit where you guys all look out with each other and stuff. Now, 
The only thing that is a threat to the government is the family unit. I mean, really, if you don't have the family unit, then the government just controls everything. And that's what they want is for the state and the deep state, rather, like the hidden state behind the facade government that they give you. They want to control everything. And a big part of being able to do that is to dissolve the family unit, to reduce the population, to get everybody consolidated into one place, to get them off of the land. And just complete control over everything, control over your transportation, over your food, um, and ultimately control over your mind. And that's what's happening. It's really sad to see that happening and them being so successful with it. They really know what they're doing. They're pretty fucking smart, honestly. And uh, shit, if if they weren't doing such evil shit, they could definitely be doing some good things. But they're not because, fuck, man, they don't care about you and they don't care about me. And who's they? Uh... You know, who can really say? All I know is there's people who have definitely written books about this stuff. Like I said, people like Julian Huxley, people like the Darwin family, and the Huxleys and the Darwins intermarry with each other, and they're both really big in the eugenics movement. People like, um, fuck, what's his name? Nah, I forget his name. I'm drawing a blank. But uh, <laughs> definitely like the Huxley family, these people involved with these organizations like UNESCO the United Nations, the Royal Institute for International Affairs, the Bilderberg Group, the Council of Foreign Relations, they, they operate through these foundations, and that's the way that they can drop legislation and you know laws and stuff for these countries and then get these countries to pass them. Because these senators and these, these presidents and stuff, they're really not in office for that long. The way that these long agendas, that the way that they're enacted is they have to go through a foundation because the foundation never ends. It, it lasts for, you know, 20, 30, 50, or 100 years. The foundation just keeps going no matter who's in office. So as long as you have that foundation there and it's well-funded, you can dictate what happens in the government because the foundations are, like, above the government. They're more well-funded. They get these people placed into power, these politicians. So... I mean, the, the politicians really are just puppets. Um, they're being used to promote an agenda that has been going on for a long time. And the reason why it takes a long time is because you have to change things gradually. It has to happen step by step. You can't just immediately change things all at once or else people are going to get pissed off. They're going to do something about it. But if you just change one thing at a time and you gradually take away people's rights, take away their freedoms and change society just one little bit at a time, that's the way you make things change. You can change things over generations, like every 10 years or so. And if you look back and you look at you know, somebody that's 10 years older than you or 10 years above that, you'll notice there's, there's little differences in the values of society and stuff. And it really is amazing how much things have changed just since you know, like my grandma was a kid. She told me about when she was a child or even when she was a young adult, how everyone on the block Everyone in their neighborhood used to look out for each other. Like if somebody lost their job, then everyone would pitch in and they would help this family out. Everyone watched after each other's kids. Uh, Everyone was like a big family, you know. It was like they were all just looking out for each other as a neighborhood. But now it's not like that. It's definitely not like that. I mean, how many people even know their neighbors or even talk to their neighbors? And who, if your neighbor lost his job, would you be you know, helping them out and giving them a bunch of money and shit. Maybe some people would, but I think the vast majority of people aren't doing that anymore. It's just a change in the value system of society. People aren't as, like, morally in tune with each other. I mean, there's hardly anyone who's religious anymore. It's very rare that you meet someone who really believes in God and is living a a moral religious life. And not that you have to in order to be a good person, but it definitely seems to have helped when people were more religious when people are more religious, it seemed like uh, they just cared for each other more because they believed in a in a different purpose in life. Like you weren't here to just work and buy shit, you know, and look good and like put on makeup or fucking go to the gym and then look all good so people want to have sex with you. Like this isn't what people valued. People valued having a family and, you know, living a moral life and fucking being a good person and shit. Of course they still went out and partied and shit was, still got fucked up and stuff, which is bound to happen, but there was also a, a whole nother value system which we seem to be lacking today because the society we live in now is all about consumerism. It's all about materialism and how things look. It's not about, you know, it's, it's, there's nothing much deeper to it than that. It's about how you look. I mean, girls just want to fucking 
look good, <laughs> wear makeup and stuff. I don't know. It's not bad to wear makeup. I'm not hating on girls that wear makeup, but a lot of the times it's like how they identify themselves. That's like they're they're all about it. Like that's all they fucking got going for them. It seems like is how they look. Like what's what about what's inside, you know? What's what do you think about things? Do you have a mind like or are you just all about physical appearances and like what you have and what you're wearing? You're just like a walking billboard for these companies and shit. And it's like, I mean, yeah, you might be hot and shit, but like you kind of seem boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I just feel like there's a lot of empty people out there who are so focused on the materialistic things in life that, that they really got it all twisted, man. And it's disappointing to see. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with dressing nice and having nice things and whatnot and being a wealthy person and and caring about money because that is part of life and in order to live a comfortable lifestyle you have to be making money and having nice things is nice but when that's all you care about then where are we going to be at as a society and where is that going to lead us and you can see where it's leading us it's leading us into a shitty place things are getting pretty fucked up when all people care about is appearances it's just a crazy world, um, honestly. But I wanted to get back to what I was talking about in the last podcast and the, the whole geoengineering chemtrail thing because I really do think it's one of the most insane things that has ever happened on this whole entire planet. And I wanted to just kind of elaborate on what was really happening with that. Last week I talked about my personal experiences and stuff and, and kind of like what I have gone through just trying to talk about it and stuff. But right now I want to go to to the expert, one of the experts. There's a, there's a few people doing some really good work on this subject, but um, I wanted to read to you a little snippet from a book called Chemtrails, Harp, and the Full Spectrum Dominance of Planet Earth. And this is written by Elena Freeland, who I actually recently met um, around this time last year. Maybe it was in May or something, or March, rather. But I met her in... Um, in Arizona, I was invited out to do this this conference thing where I performed. It was actually pretty funny because it, everyone was like really old, kind of like fifties and sixties and stuff. And then I'm there, I'm just like this rap artist, and I'm just out up there spitting some underground raps for these old people who definitely do not listen to rap. So <laughs> it was pretty fucking funny. But I still went there, I still did it, and uh, I actually met. Some really good people. I met Clifford Carnicom, I met Elena Freeland, and I met my friend Kyle, who just made the dopest video for me that I'm going to be dropping here pretty soon. It's an 11 and a half minute freestyle that I did with my friend DJ A. Mills, this kid Andy. Um, I recorded it with this kid City. He mixed and mastered it and then recorded it in front of a green screen with my friend Briar. And then we sent that to Kyle before I went on my trip to Asia. And then Kyle just did all this crazy shit with the green screen effects. And, uh, yeah, I'm really proud of that video, so that's something that I'm going to be coming out with. And, uh, yeah, anyways, that's where I met Elena Freeland. So let me read to you this part of the conclusion from her book, Chemtrails, Harp, and the Full Spectrum, Dominance of Planet Earth. If you really want to learn about this subject, I I truly recommend that you read this book. Uh, it was a large part of how I wrote my song, Digital Clouds. Like, I couldn't have wrote that song without reading this book, so... She did a lot of great research, and she also has a sequel to it, which is called uh, Under an Eye and Eye Sky, which is also very fascinating. And it's just fucking crazy shit that's going on. So give me one second. Let me open up to the page, and I'll read to you part of her conclusion and what she's talking about. One second. All righty here. Let me see. All right, so this is part of the conclusion. And... Just to give you an idea of what's going on, let, let's hear what Elena has to say. So, the wrapping it all up here at the end of the book, it says, um, Chemtrails are creating the chemical corridors for HARP's electromagnetic waves to follow. Laid daily over all 28 NATO nations, and other nations as well, because I did see them in Thailand and Indonesia and Cambodia and stuff, and they are not a part of NATO. But anyways, lay daily over all 28 NATO nations. Chemtrails linger for hours, spreading out into serious contrailist cloud cover in the name of weather engineering and amelioration of global warming or climate change. The truth, however, is more ominous. Geophysical, chemical, and biological warfare experiments are being quickened by a pump-and-dump action of high-frequency active auroral research project 
harp in parentheses, ionospheric heater technologies and aerosols loaded with nanoparticulates of heavy metals, polymers, and bioengineered submicrons, iron-devouring pathogens that eventually filter down into the soil and the bodies of all living creatures. And this is that Morgellons disease that people talk about. Though weather control appears to be the objective of the chemtrails harp combination, the overarching agenda is to keep the atmosphere unnaturally charged so as to maintain full-spectrum dominance and C4, which is command, control, communications, and computers over all of planet Earth. Now, C4 is a military agenda. Command, control, communications, and computers. Extreme weather, floods, droughts, snowstorms in spring, heat waves in winter, tornadoes in Colorado, 9.0 earthquakes, hurricanes, etc., is indeed due to harp and other ionosphere heaters around the globe, blasting ionosphere, blasting the ionosphere and ionizing our atmosphere with microwaves for various political, economic, and biological agendas. By steering the jet stream and ground-based directional arrays in a highly ionized atmosphere, Weather can be drawn, weather can be made to draw rain from one area to another or just as easily dry up moisture and produce extreme drought. Needless to say, being able to manipulate weather as a weapon of war is a considerable global power chip. Besides increasing big bank slash IMF debt servicing, Wall Street weather derivatives and reconstruction profits at the expense of devastating communities, a drought, hurricane, tsunami, or flood can terrify small developing nations into submission or serve as an instrument of blackmail, forcing nations to behave in ways they otherwise might not. Between harp pumping the atmosphere and chemtrails dumping conductive, conductive metal particulates like barium, a charged conductive atmosphere is perfect for a C4 wire, wireless world loaded with ready and waiting transmitters and receivers. Gwen and Cell, microwave in parentheses, towers, and radio observatories, satellite platforms, power lines, buried fiber optic cables, phased arrays, Nexrads, etc. Civilians think only of their cell phone and laptop convenience, but the military is planning for OOTW, which means operations other than war. So what she's saying is it's a huge military agenda. It's not just about controlling the weather. It's not just about blocking the sunlight like like scientists say it is for geoengineering. It's a it's a military agenda. It's a whole military objective, and it has to do with mass surveillance all over the world. It has to do with, yes, of controlling the weather, but also has to do with a thing called transhumanism, which is like putting little computers in everybody and and tracking people with these fucking little computers inside them. It's, it's really crazy shit. It's very weird, but let me continue. Uh, while big defense contractor telecommunications corporations and wireless drones hoover up information on everyone, Chemtrails Harp work together to add a whole other dimension to eavesdropping. Wireless nano sensors in the bodies and brains of everyone, everywhere, quietly erasing the lines between war and peace, soldier and civilian, inner and outer. Let me read that again, okay? While big defense contractor telecommunications corporations and wireless drones hoover up information on everyone, chemtrails slash harp work together to add a whole other dimension to eavesdropping. Wireless nanosensors in the bodies and brains of everyone, everywhere, quietly erasing the lines between war and peace, soldier and civilian, inner and outer. Owning the weather is only one part of full-spectrum dominance. The other part is a C4 that includes intimate access to each and every person and population. Okay, so it, it's a lot more than just controlling the weather and, and f making it rain and shit. <laughs> it's really fucking crazy. It's some, it's some science fiction stuff, and that's just where we're at with, with the technology, and people are using it to their advantage. And by people, I mean the military-industrial complex and uh, the government. Governments of multiple countries, mostly the United States... But it's it's really the hidden government beyond that, and uh, I don't know. It's a complicated thing. It's it's not easy, and how could you tell who's actually doing it? It's not like they're going to come out and be like, hey, we're spraying you <laughs> because of this, this, and that. But Elena has done all this great research, and that's where she's drawing from. So just a little bit more. Let's see. Back to the book. Um, the overall decline in human health points to what this mil military thrust is doing to our immune systems. Breathing an ionized atmosphere of aerosols delivering nano-sized particulates of conductive metals and polymers loaded with sensors and microprocessors would be enough 
would be enough to tip biological health over the edge. But add to this the expectation that all biological life forms are to serve as petri dishes for biotech, cross-domain bacteria falling from the sky and protruding from Morgellons skin sores, and it becomes obvious that an assault is underway. Every day, every night, we are breathing and ingesting what is being dropped on us. Every era has its powerful sociopaths and military mindsets that call for creativity and will fight to uphold the best of what it means to be human. If life itself is being loaded like a gun, it is our responsibility to think through the fight before us for the sake of future generations who prefer being human to being enhanced biomachines. Let's take on that responsibility by looking up and learning how to cloud watch our war of the world's skies. So she's just kind of like doing a call to action thing at the end of the book. Um, it's a really fascinating book. I definitely recommend you read it. But the point I'm trying to make is there's a lot more to the geoengineering and spraying of the skies than than most people think. Well, I mean, most people don't even acknowledge that it's happening or even think it's real, but it most definitely is. And it's it's just some some crazy stuff, you know. And uh, I don't say this to, to worry you and, and to make you scared and to make you feel like you're helpless or something. It's just it's just something that's happening. You know, it's it's a very important thing. And uh man, I don't even know what we can do about it because for one, people don't believe in it. And for two, there's such a huge, huge agenda behind global warming and climate change. I mean, that's really what they need to do in order to justify what they had planned for humanity and Fuck, man, you want to know the plan for humanity, imagine a giant boot on your fucking face for the rest of time. <laughs> That's what they want to do, man. They they don't want people to be free. They want people to be controlled. And they want less people. They don't even want you here, man. And that's that's kind of what's going on. So, I mean, it is a dreary picture. It's, it's uh, what what can we do about it, really, especially when people don't even think it's actually happening. It's it's just a crazy thing. And then you got these celebrities who are totally on board with the agenda and they do whatever they're told and they fucking make songs about it and go to these conferences and stuff. You got people like Leonardo DiCaprio who, you know, will go to these big conferences and whatnot and he's just the puppet who's there to, like, promote this propaganda and get people to believe that this is happening for, you know, that, that global warming is going to kill us all and therefore, this, this, and this, you know, you have to give up your car, you have to pay more taxes, and you just have to live a shittier life, I guess. I guess that's the ultimate agenda behind it, but that's the thing. We're living through an agenda. Um, there's a group of people in control of the world who are incredibly good at controlling the masses, and that's what we're living through, so... It's a pretty it's a pretty amazing time we live in and it's amazing to see how people react to certain things. Like for example, um the whole thing with vaccinations as well. You know, the, there's if you don't believe in vaccinations, if you don't want to vaccinate your child, you're just seen as a complete fucking idiot and you're just a lunatic and people will literally hate you. Like they'll freak out on you for and you just get laughed at really and it's just one of those things you're not allowed to question. Even though you have all these independent studies and people who have done all this research, people have had their kids die and get really, really sick after getting these vaccines and stuff, but none of that matters because it's not on the news and it's not being taught to your nursing students in these universities. And why is that? It's because the big pharmaceutical companies are the people who give grants to these universities. I mean, they're getting paid to to use these products and stuff. So... It's just a war on the mind, and the way they've trained us is to police each other. Like, they don't have to tell us we're crazy because we will do it to each other because they've already brainwashed so many people to where it's just a matter of, like, peer pressure, where if you don't believe in vaccines, you're just a fucking idiot and nobody's going to like you. Nobody's going to want to hang out with you, and your posts aren't going to get any likes. Your pictures aren't going to get any little hearts on them and shit. And that's what people have been taught to value. And nobody likes to be ostracized from the from the group. So it's very effective. And most of the time, people will just, you know, blindly follow each other and stuff. And uh, hardly anyone 
is willing to look beyond the facade and and the image that we're led to believe in and really do the research to decide things for themselves. It's a very rare personality trait for for people to be able to do that. So if you're one of those people, then, you know, props to you because you're a rare breed. And uh, not everyone is able to do that. They're really actually incapable of doing it. And I remember when I first started learning about this type of stuff, I used to believe that we had a chance of uh, making things better. But now that I look at it, you know, and I and I really start to understand what's happening and, and get a better picture of it, it just seems less and less likely that that a big change for good is going to happen because people just, they just accept what's happened to them. They're, they accept their servitude and they refuse to even acknowledge, you know, the tyrannical aspects of this system that we live in. So how is anyone ever going to change it when, when people won't even, like, acknowledge how bad it is? So, I mean, it's it's a little disappointing, but you got to look at things logically and factually and, and realize that that's the way things are. So it's it's a pretty insane thing to me. And I'm looking out my window right now, and the whole sky is, uh, you know, has been sprayed. It's that weird cloud cover where it's the high-altitude clouds after they've sprayed chemtrails for a long time, and it just covers the sky. And now we got a storm coming in, so I guess we'll see what happens with that. But uh, it's just the new normal. That's just <laughs> that's just the way things are. And uh, people will be like, wow, this rain is crazy. You know, it's raining so much. But they won't look back like a day or two before and notice that planes have been spraying the sky, you know, for, for a few days straight. And that's the reason why this rainstorm just happened. But that's just the way we've been trained to be. And it's a, it's a fascinating system that we're even able to be to be manipulated like this. And that's what's happening is people are being manipulated. Our minds are being tampered with. We're being controlled and led to believe that things are just a a way that they aren't. We're just being lied to and shit. But I don't know. There is some good in the world, though. I did see that a scooter kid backflipped down El Toro. So I don't know if you guys are into skating and scootering. But to do a backflip down El Toro, which is a 20 stair over there in California, that's fucking crazy. And this kid did it on a scooter and he backflipped it. Would have been cooler if it was on a skateboard, but hey, you know, you got kid road scooters, so what can you do? That was pretty amazing. That's something that I was very impressed by. And, uh, you know, man, I just can't get off this geoengineering climate change thing because I'm I'm seeing so much about it and it's just like... There's so much propaganda to be to lead people into believing that it's legit. Like you have all these documentaries and stuff. Like on Netflix, you look at a documentary I was watching one the other day, it was like nature nature something. I don't know, like frozen world or some shit where they go around to the oceans and the Arctic and stuff. And then the first half was really cool. It was just like penguins and shit and polar bears and seals and whatnot. But then the whole second half of the movie was just propaganda. It was just talking about how the ice caps are melting. We're all going to die. The oceans are going to rise. And, you know, we're all just fucked because you're driving a car. And because you're trying to heat your house or someone's burning coal or, or whatever. But they never mention weather modification. They never mention the jets are, that the jets are spraying stuff into the atmosphere. They never mention ionospheric heaters or harp or anything like that. Because it's not part of the agenda. Like, these celebrities never mention that. And that should really raise an eyebrow with you. And make you realize, you know, how how you're being manipulated and, and what you're being led to believe in. Because the documentaries are a huge part of it. And they, they're trying to, like, mobilize the youth into uh, believing that shit for themselves. And then they go do, like, little marches around their towns talking about... uh how we need to stop climate change or whatever. It's just a really weird thing to me. Like, I don't I don't understand it. Um, but that's because I've read these other books and I've, I've begun to understand, you know, like what the true agenda is and stuff. So I probably sound like I'm just prattling on about this, but it's just a, it's just a huge deal. And it's really fascinating to, to see this all happening because we're living in a truly unbelievable time. Like, what other time in history have, have they had this kind of thing happen? I mean, who else had to deal with this throughout history? 
the the progression of science is just outrageous. I mean, the things that can be done with science now are just it's unbelievable. Uh, the whole transhumanist agenda where injecting yourself with these little nanobots and stuff to to take measurements inside of your blood and and measure your heart rate and do these things and and release little drugs if you need them or to uh, enact synapses in your brain to make you feel a certain way. I mean, this is stuff that's really happening. And these are things that were written about like 50 years ago. There's a book called The Second Genesis that's all about that. And it's talking about how, you know, the first Genesis was when God made man, but now the second Genesis is going to be man remaking man. And that has to do with technology, with uh, robotics and things like that. Robotics integrating with the human body and just taking us to the next level, like cyborg level, you know, transhumanist. And that's what the movement is called. It's called transhumanism. And in that book, Second Genesis, it talks about uh, how people will be able to freeze themselves and then wake themselves back up. I mean, that's been in a few movies. We've seen that. Um, the thing with the the nanobots inside of your blood, that was in a James Bond movie. Uh, that movie Spectre, I don't know if you guys have seen any of that, but James Bond tends to uh, kind of like slip some of these things into into their movies that are like predicting, well, not necessarily predicting, just talking about technology that we really have. And isn't that just crazy to think about how small computers have gotten to where they can be injected into your bloodstream now and there could be like trillions of them? I mean, and this is what's being sprayed on us, too. That's what that smart dust shit is. And that, that's part of the, the chemtrails as well. But it's just like, you can't fucking say that at a party. You can't say that at a wedding, at my cousin's wedding this weekend. <laughs> like I was saying, you look like a fucking lunatic, man. People can't accept that. It's just crazy. And, you know, if they can't even accept the fact that Maybe you should be wary of injecting your child with what the government says because, you know, like the government is not really trustworthy. If people can't even see that, do you really think that they can like accept the fact of what's being sprayed on them all the time? I mean, it it totally makes sense why people don't get it. So uh, a lot of the time it's better just to bite your tongue. I mean, what can you do when people aren't ready for the knowledge what can you say to convince them otherwise when they have their whole life experience to draw upon where, you know, they're just automatically refuting everything you say because they're not ready for it, you know? And uh, that's just the way society has been controlled for a really long time. It's it's an interesting thing, honestly. But uh, enough about that. Let's talk about something else. Um, like I said before, I do have this well, I got new music coming out. I was doing some writing today. I just finished a song. Um, like I was saying, that that long freestyle video that I did with uh, my friend Kyle is all worked up. It's all done and stuff, and I'm really impressed with the way that went. Posted a few snippets on my social media, and uh, people seem pretty interested in it. And you know what's weird? I got all these people hitting me up, and uh, they like all make beats and shit, which is cool. Like That's dope. You want to collaborate and stuff. Um... But it's like, damn, does anyone just listen to music anymore? Everyone just makes music. Like, fuck. <laughs> like, all the music fans also make music now. So, like, is anyone even just, like, listening anymore? They all just... Everyone just makes beats and stuff. And everyone's, like, trying to get you to buy their beats or everyone raps or whatever. And uh, it's just a weird thing, man. It's a weird thing to be into, uh, the whole music thing. Because it's so easy for anyone to do. And there's a lot of people who got the belief that, you know, they're really going to make it in the industry. But fuck, obviously it can't work for everyone. But that's another thing we've been led to believe, too, is that anyone can be a star. But that's not true. Obviously not everyone can be a star. There's just like there would be no such thing as being famous as if everyone was famous. So I think there's a lot of people who have like unrealistic expectations of becoming famous. And fuck, maybe I'm one of them as well. I probably am, but um, it's just an interesting thing. Like everybody wants to be famous, you know, and social media is a huge part of that. Like Instagram and and wanting to get like all these likes on on your pictures and stuff because they release these little dopamine hits and you get all happy when somebody likes your picture. And uh, people want to be liked. They want to be popular and stuff. 
And could you imagine if one of these, like, Instagram stars posted a picture and then nobody fucking liked it? Like, the whole world would end. Could you imagine what they would do? They'd fucking cry. They would probably kill themselves. Like, some of these bitches would kill themselves. Because they're so, it's like what they live for, you know? And uh, it's just crazy, man. And, like, it's a good platform to communicate with people and stuff. But, man, what it's doing to our society is just wild. And then what it's actually used for, because, like, Facebook, that shit was created by the government. It was created by the CIA. You do have Mark Zuckerberg out there who they pretend is the leader of, of Facebook, and he's, he's, like, the front man of it. But it was really created, you know, by these government organizations to collect your data because they have these personal, personality profiles on everyone, and then anything you do on Facebook or any of these websites like Instagram or even Google or something or Amazon whatever they uh it's all it's all tracked and then they can create these personality profiles for everyone and then have a good idea of what you would do in certain situations how are people going to react to this type of thing and what happens if this disaster happens and things like that they can run these simulations and stuff using supercomputers and artificial intelligence and stuff like that and data collection is a huge part of that. So, you know, Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that, it's a huge part of that. Snapchat, they got uh, the facial recognition systems and stuff like that. I did read a, a really interesting uh, headline the other day that said that San Francisco voted to outlaw facial recognition technology, which I think is a really, really cool move on their part. And I think fucking every town should do that because... They're just going to have these cameras that are looking at everyone's faces all the time. And it's it's just like some futuristic fucking crazy shit, man. You just walk anywhere and then like say you have a little red flag on your profile or something on your personality profile where the government doesn't like you. They just swoop down and fucking snatch you up and, and you disappear and stuff. It's like a like a science fiction book. And this is the reality of the world we live in. And we really shouldn't let that happen. But we're all like voluntarily doing it just through our uh entertainment like through social media and stuff because everyone's really into it and i'm into it as well it's kind of a hard thing to get rid of and when you're a kid and when you're like an artist and you're trying to put out music and get people to listen to it and shit um i mean you can't not use it like or else no one's gonna hear your shit what are you gonna do fucking hand out cds on the street corner nobody even listens to cds anymore and uh Man, it's just wild, honestly. It's it's really interesting to me to to think about these kind of things. So, um, yeah, I, I think props to San Francisco on that. Even though they seem to be kind of like backwards on everything else, like they're super like liberal when it comes to homeless people and stuff, which is cool. I mean, homeless people got to live somewhere, but they'll like give them drugs and stuff. And I don't know if you guys have been to San Francisco lately. I talked about that, I think, on my first podcast, but... Just how grimy and dirty the city is, how they got needles everywhere and bums taking shits in the middle of the road and stuff. And this literally happens. Like, I see that every time I go there, which is fucking weird, right? That's gross. And Seattle's the same way. It's like Seattle and San Francisco are up there for the top two just uh, cities that have gone to shit, I guess. And uh, it's weird that they're the ones to be leading the, uh, the fight in getting rid of this facial technology, uh, facial recognition technology, because they're like, I don't know, it's just interesting to me that they're the ones doing it. So I hope other cities will follow suit and realize that this isn't a power that the government should have. I mean, the government's already got like way too much power and uh, they're just doing some fucked up shit. So I don't know. I don't I don't want them looking at my... Uh, looking at my face and then fucking running it against all these databases and seeing whether or not I'm a serial killer or whatever. Not that I'm a serial killer. I mean, what if I look like someone who is or something and they just automatically fucking shoot me or some shit? I don't know what the fuck they can do. I just know that things are scary, man. It's a, it's a wild world out there. But um, I don't know. Another interesting thing, uh, this weekend I went to L.A. I flew from Reno to L.A. It's into Long Beach, actually, because LAX is kind of crazy. So decided to fly to Long Beach instead. And then we had to go through the TSA thing. Man, the TSA is just ridiculous. I saw them 
pull out this old couple. They were like 75. Super old, like grandma looking lady. It was an older white lady and her husband. And they pull her out for like a random search. And like, how fucking humiliating. Like, this bitch isn't going to blow up the plane. Like, why do you got to do this to her? And it's to be like politically correct or whatever, you know? They can't be just pulling out, I don't know, Arab people or something. Because that's fucked up too. But just the whole... The whole TSA thing to me is just humiliating and demeaning. And I was looking around, it's like the great equalizer too, you know, because nobody can really get out of it. Unless you use a private airport. I'm not sure how that works. Like maybe, I guess, super rich people just use private airports. Maybe the security's more chill. But in your regular airport, like that shit is humiliating. Everyone's got to take their shoes off. You got to take your belt off. You got to fucking undress and then... If they don't like the look at you or whatever, then they get to fucking stick their finger up your ass or some shit. <laughs> it's, like, it's just fucking ridiculous. And they're always like kind of dicks about it. You know, they're like really on a power trip. It's like some real Stanford experiment type shit going on where you got to wait in line for days. Right. And it takes a fucking long ass time because they fucking suck, you know, and they only got like one lane open or one fucking x-ray machine to give you cancer open or whatever and then uh and then once you get up there and you like fucking wait you're getting undressed you know because you got to be scanned and everyone's a criminal and shit so you're like taking your shoes off and then they tell you to like hurry up they're like could you hurry up move down sir and all this it's like bro fucking chill out i was just waiting for like an hour now i gotta go hella fast and stuff and uh, it's just a weird thing man people really get off on the authority thing and, and working for the government people just fucking love it and I've often thought about that and and what a what a weird phenomenon that is. And if you think about it, like these type of people who do this shit are like cops and, and stuff like that. And I'm not talking about all cops. There are good cops out there and people who do good things and good TSA agents even or whatever. Good FBI agents maybe. I fucking doubt it, but maybe. Um But they're they must be the same all throughout history, right? The same personality types. Like the people working for the pharaohs and fucking whipping the slaves and shit to make the pyramids. Like, it must have been the same type of people or the people working for the kings in the Middle e- the Middle Ages. Like the knights who would run up into your home and then ransack that shit and steal all your shit and kill you and rape your wife and stuff. It's like, these are the same types of people because these personality types have existed probably since the dawn of humanity. And they know how to like, control these people they know that if they create this position that somebody's going to take it and that they're going to behave in this way and it's just uh i think that's just a really interesting thing to think about how like the cops were you know just the same as the fucking gustapo in world war ii you know like what's the fucking difference they're just doing what they're told and when you got a cop that'll slam slam this little girl to the ground and fucking punch her face in like Obviously, that guy's got some mental problems. And this shit is happening every day. I mean, every day you see these videos of cops just beating the fuck out of someone. And, you know, obviously, a lot of the time it's, like, black people and stuff. They fucking... Racism is still super alive. But to say it only happens to them is not true either. Because you'll see it happening to some, like I said, like a little white girl. Or a fucking old white lady or something. Or a white dude. Or Mexicans or Asians. Like, they don't give a fuck. They'll beat the fuck out of anyone. That's just the... The way it's going, because the police have been totally militarized. Like, if even if you look at their uniforms, it's all changed. Like, they're not your friendly neighborhood cop. Motherfuckers look like RoboCop walking around with some big-ass guns and wearing, like, some boots with their military-style jeans all tucked into their boots, you know, their cargo pants. And they just look like they're ready to fuck some shit up, you know? Like, they just watch John Wick, and they're ready to fucking blast some shit, you know? Ready to break some faces. You know, there's. it seems like there's a lot of cops that live for that shit. Just the way you look at them, like you could see in someone's eyes kind of like their personality. And uh, a lot of cops are just fucking douchey. Although I have met some dope ass ones. The other night, after I recently got back, uh, I went to a show. I did a show in Tahoe City and we were driving back. I didn't drive actually because I drank a little bit. So I had my friend drive. And my car wasn't registered, and we got pulled over. Because I didn't register yet. I've been out of the country and shit. I had insurance. I didn't have registration, though. And uh, you know what, though? Because he wasn't really that cool. Because we totally got targeted out. We weren't going too fast. We weren't doing shit. 
we're going exactly the speed limit and but it was like two in the morning and we were only we were the only car on the road so we got pulled over but uh at least he let us off with just a warning because i think he was uh cutting us a break because i had like a uh designated driver or something but so shout out to that cop he's probably not one of those people that will stomp your face in if you uh look at him wrong so that's good um i hope everyone is doing well in life you know making some money and taking care of your family hope you got some good plans going on for the summer and you're going to take full advantage of that. Hopefully you got some trips planned and stuff like that. Places to go, people to see, things to do. Because you got to remember that it's not all about making money. It's also about spending time with your family and your friends and, and doing fun things like that and making some memories, you know. Doing what life, doing the things that life are all about, right? Doing things with good people, having a good time, making a difference maybe. I don't know. Maybe you're going to go fucking help some old people with something. That'd be cool. I was talking to a woman yesterday who uh, was telling me all about her nonprofit organization where she helps these old people. Uh, she like has all these vans that she uses to transport these old people who live in rural areas in Nevada, like way out in the middle of the desert. And they can't drive or anything because they're sick. So they're kind of like stuck at home, but they got to go get dialysis done. And they have to do that in Reno. So she has all these vans where she'll go pick up these old people and it's all volunteer-based and stuff. Nobody's getting paid for this. And uh, they'll take them and transport them to go get their dialysis and stuff. So I was like, man, that's fucking cool. So th- there are good people out there doing really good things. And don't don't get me wrong and make it seem like, uh, well, probably I make it seem like the world's all fucked up and shit. But there are good people helping each other and and doing good things. And, and that's really the way good things have to happen. It's not going to happen because of some politician, you know, doing things for you it's going to be you guys doing things for each other it's us doing things for each other we got to help each other out that's where it's at right there like that's that's the dope show right there so that's what needs to happen and uh coming up to the middle of may here what is it may 14th may 14th 2019 isn't it crazy to think that it's 2019 2019 we're getting old here, man. It's already 19 years into the 21st century. Already 18 years since 9-11. And we're still in those wars, too. Think about that shit. The wars that just never end. And, like, there's still kids signing up for that shit, too. Like, you guys haven't learned that it's kind of bullshit that we're fighting these wars yet? If you haven't learned yet, I don't know if you ever will. And uh, it just really is sad. I mean, all of the millions of people that have died over there in the Middle East because of these these wars that have no basis in reality. I mean, the whole 9-11 thing, that's a topic for, uh, that's a topic in itself for another talk because there's a lot going on with that as well. But, just bullshit, man. And then invading Afghanistan, that's where all the heroin's coming from now. I got, I got multiple close friends who have overdosed on heroin and died. You know, and that shit all comes from Afghanistan for the most part. You know, smuggled in by the CIA and shit. They've been moving the drugs in here for a fucking long time. Same with the cocaine. I think Bill Clinton was involved in that. But, you know, I don't know. We don't talk about that either. People that talk about that tend to turn up dead. But isn't it amazing that these people can can do these crimes, like, on this level and still get away with it? And, like, there'd be news articles about it and shit and, like, actual big trials like there was with Bill Clinton when he was the governor of Arkansas. And he was like moving these drugs in uh, with these planes onto these airfields. And then a couple of kids wound up dead, um, like on these train tracks. I forget, I forget the names of the kids, but I remember like watching a documentary on it and kind of getting the inside scoop on what was happening there. And then fucking, what do you know? Bill Clinton like becomes president. It's just, just crazy. You got to be in the right, uh, know the right people, I guess. And I don't think he was actually flying the planes and shit. He was the governor. He was just kind of like letting it happen or whatever. But that's the way of the world. I mean, it's it's really not what we are led to believe. It's There's some crazy shit going on. There really is. But like I said, there's also some some really, really good things going on. I hope uh, I hope it's warming up out there for you people in the, the colder climates. And, you know, spring is here. 
Hope you guys got all your gardens going. I got mine going. I got some weed growing too. I got an autoflower. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of an autoflower, but it's some brilliant fucking technology here. It's not necessarily the GMO stuff, how I've had it explained to me actually. It's more like they've done this thing through crossbreeding of certain types of weed where you can grow this marijuana seed and then after like two weeks, it's just going to start budding. And it, regardless of the light cycle. So it's pretty fascinating. I just got it out there in the sunlight. And uh, shit looks dank as fuck. It's about to be ready. So I got that to look forward to. That's nice. But I'm also, I only got one weed plant. I got a bunch of corn growing back there. I got some lettuce, some kale. Uh, I got a cantaloupe, a watermelon. Fucking bunch of strawberries, some broccoli. And things like that. So. That's what I've been up to, you know, just working on music, tending to the garden, and, uh, I don't know, thinking about conspiracies. That's always fun, right? But going back to um, trying to talk to people about this sort of stuff, there's very few people who are who seem to be receptive to it. Um, you know, like, maybe they're people in your family, maybe they're people that are really close to you who just don't get it like they're not into it or whatever you know and you you know you can't talk to them maybe you've tried for a while and it's like fucking they're just not feeling it so that's just the way it goes not everyone around you is um you know feeling the same way as you are about about these types of topics and it can be i'm sure for a lot of people it can be like disheartening and uh, that's why a lot of people choose not to, like, look into alternative stuff. But now that we got the internet and people to connect with online, I think there's definitely a lot of cool, um, like, fucking communities that you can become a part of. But there's also a lot of ways, you know, I think you can fall off and go off the deep end where you're believing in, like, some really crazy shit when you're talking about, like... I don't know, like the aliens mixing with the humans on the flat earth in the moon satellite and shit like that. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's some legitimacy to some of it and and stuff like that, but I also think that those type of things have been used to discredit people in the alternative uh, movement and to just lead people astray, you know, chasing uh, after fucking ghosts that don't really exist when there's actually tangible people, you know, real psychopaths living amongst you right now, like in your own city who are doing this type of fucked up shit. Like the guy I talked about the other day, uh, Jeff, the director of weather modification. It's happening right there in your city. People controlling the weather, manipulating the weather, and and doing things like that. And uh, that's that's not like a ghost or an alien or anything. It's just regular people. Regular people like you and I. And uh, they're not better than us. They're not, you know, they don't deserve to live here any more than you and I. We're all put here by the creator, whatever you want to call it. And we all have an equal fucking chance at life. And we should all be making the most of it. And, um, you know, living happy and healthy lives. And when there's somebody interfering with that or an organization or a group of people who have made it so we can't do that anymore, then that's when it becomes a problem. And that's when people should speak out and start to do something about it. Which I guess that's kind of like what I'm doing with this podcast. Maybe a little bit. And uh, I hope it inspires people to, you know, think differently about things and maybe just look at things with a more open mind. I know I'm not doing things like with uh, maybe not the most organized as it could be, but I've decided that I'm not sure if I really want to totally prepare talks because I enjoy the spontaneity of of not being prepared, like just letting the mind flow the way that it does because you think of things that you might not normally have thought of if you tried to prepare in advance because I'm just being totally me. Like I don't got to pretend to be nobody else. I can let my mind just do its own thing and, and just say what I really think. I'm not controlled by anyone. I'm not, I don't belong to a label or a, organization of any kind I'm totally independent and this is just me 100% and what I think about shit so thank you so much for listening it's about time to wind down here um that's another episode of knowledge with homage I hope you guys have a great great night love your families do cool shit with your friends 
Have a good time, and I'll be back next week. Thank you very much.